Hello, everybody. My name is Jason Ward, and this is Force Ghost Rob. How's it going? I know that's that's a that's a Dave Filoni's wonderful acting. Doesn't sound anything like you. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't know why you classical keep, music. Why you keep roasting him when he doesn't? He was sound sitting like in the stands. Listen to that classical music of the kid going wah, 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 and his dad's like, you stop doing that. What are you all, all right. What is what is Felonius D's chopper sound like? It's like <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Wah, wah. Hey, hey, by the way, Felonius uh <laughs> he sent Quentin his message so Quentin can stop harassing him. <laughs> all right. Oh, 20 yeah, texts yeah. from that guy. Oh, where's, yeah, my yeah. Where's, where's, where's my message? Where's, where's my message? Where's my message? Send it to Jason. It's on Jason's head. I, I, I got it now. I got it. Yeah. I still, I still haven't got to hear it though. I was like, I was like in a course when you sent that, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. It, it'll demonetize the entire channel. Oh okay. It, so don't so don't. Do sounds it. like we should play it right now. <laughs> I was like, Junior Jangles, too legit to quit. Hey hey hey. That's how. That's how the. That's the official lyric. Uh, but anyways. Yeah, so how's it been going, Rob? I haven't talked to you in a little bit. I haven't seen you around these parts. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm getting fine. Good. Yeah, yeah it's right. been it's been the most quiet Star Wars time of all time since probably 2013. The last couple of weeks, like everybody's starting to go back to work, kinda starting to get oh. like back into a place where interesting things will happen. But as always. You know, I put a tweet out. I was like, yeah, that's that stuff you're hearing isn't true because really nothing has happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you get down to it. What, it, the Star Wars title? There was there were titles. There was. It just I heard I heard on. that one on, on, I think, was it Harlem? I don't know. Some guy sent me a clip. and Yeah. It was like the whole title of the show was the title. And then, like, he got through it in, like, two minutes and then. <laughs> yeah i was like what kind of show is this like like you gotta track it out man <laughs> it was it was yeah it was a bad title too it was like the hand of the new republic uh, uh, something like that it was just like it sounded like an expanded universe novel from 1995 well uh, he said star wars meg broke one called <laughs> the new beginning oh actually um i was talking to to or uh, i was on meg's discord not to what wasn't the beginning though the original title for the Phantom Menace or the working title because Rose writes it down that well yellow okay. pad, right? He writes it on camera. Here was the here beginning. was the thing is it was it was the the, the uh, beginning and then the rumor was it was balance of the force, but then that never um had was backed up by anything. But what was interesting about the balance of the force thing is the move the script literally goes into balance and it always made me wonder if it was like floated. Can was it, can was we it a split title? the diff? Mm -hmm. Can we split the diff and call this this next one New Balance? Oh yeah, well that's George Lucas today. He's a geriatric. He's he's an octogenarian. Is that the word? Octogenarian? Is that how you say it? I, yeah, I, I he, he likes he likes eight of them at a time. Right. You know what I mean? Likes a, likes a little, but, a little group um, chat. But anyways, in Meg's Discord, she was bringing up this like this title for Revenge of the Sith, and it was like on the official site. But the the this person this something was doing like a like a like a like a quiz like did you know you know one of those dumb things, and it's like well so how it actually went down was there was a band, 
I don't remember the band's name, but they had an EP called The Creeping Fear. And in 2005 or whatever it was, because I was born in 2005 oh, yeah, at the time, they one. released that if that was the title. So that way people would, would Google or whatever the equivalent was then, like an Ask Jeeves, I don't remember, um, Alta Vista it <laughs> and, and get, uh, um, would find the band and then listen to it. That was like, you know, the idea. And so that, yeah, the, but the uh, creeping fear was never a real title. And it was a joke referencing a fake spoiler at the time, probably Pablo Hidalgo making the joke realistically. And um, yeah, so like, but the creeping fear, just to be clear, was never like a real title. The beginning obviously was just a working title. George Lucas's working titles like for episode two was Jar Jar's Big Adventure, obviously just a joke. It wasn't a Shadow Falls? Please. No, it was not the Shadow Falls. Sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> Shadow Falls. Yeah, I, I heard that I shit know. so much. And then and then I remember when when Revenge of the Sith was gonna be the title. I was like, no, because it was the fake title. It's not. And George Lucas is just like, oh, the fake title. I'll just take the fake title. What if they just go real trendy and they call it Ray X Skywalker? Because hey. <laughs> everyone wants to put that X and shit now, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ray X Skywalker. I- I'm-, I'm sitting out here. Officially, that's the title for the new movie. You- okay, you go- okay, hear me out. Go tell Harloff. Go, Ray tell goes- go tell Force Ghost Rob says so. <laughs> okay, Ray-, Ray goes evil. Then they make Ray Palpatine. Then she comes back. Then they make Ray Skywalker. Yeah, that's that's how you do it. Is that how it works? This okay. is this feels like it's one of those 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 problems that has like parentheses, and you got to do the stuff in the parentheses before the what is it? Parentheses division X plus minus, right? You're, Remember you're, that? Is like an order? Think, I think you're talking <laughs> about like order of operations. And, yes. um that shit's for nerds. <laughs> so vaguely remember this vaguely so, remember this order of operation you sound stupid right now um oh, we'll reboot so, the show we'll start over turn it okay. off turn it back on well i i i talked to um 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 tom tom is 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 going to let us use a laptop for the show so we'll be able to do the show T- today it took 45 minutes of me resetting the computer until it's it mysterious tom mysterious tom mysterious tom mysterious, he's not mystery he's been on the show um mysterious it, tom was gonna be in buckaroo bonsai against the world crime league he was the new character it was mysterious tom by the way f- before we start him? this i have friends complaining that they don't understand loki right my age right i get younger people but i'm like my dad had the did you ever watch buckaroo bonsai like i'm just curious like yeah because loki ain't got shit on that fucking movie <laughs> like, yeah but but this be is honest, understandable to, but rob nobody saw buckaroo bonsai but you and i so kevin smith and Kevin Smith. And Kevin he's, Smith. He's everywhere. Uh, yeah. So there was this uh, couple of, of just lines that are being extrapolated into news because there is no real news right now. So is it a slow news day? That would mean that there was any momentum behind the news. No, there's no, it's not, there's no news. But um, I want the chat to tell me, number one, um, Okay, do you guys know who Sean Levy is? Hit one if you know who Sean Levy is. Hit two if you don't. You can't tell them. Now they know. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> Tom, thank you, thank you, thank you, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Stranger Tom, Tom is too nice to the show. Tom, save the show, everybody. Give give Tom a hand. 
he's the stranger thing. That's that's what you say. Why do you call him a stranger thing? A stranger team. Why, why does he have two first names? Big guy. Big Thomas guy. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is mysterious Tom. Mm-hmm. I figured it out. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So, anyways, I don't know who. Uh, uh, I don't really. Mysterious, Rob. I don't really know who Sean Levy is. So, like, uh-huh. I don't like. I can't be like. Well, see, Rob. The, what you must understand here is the subtleties of a Sean Levy picture. Which you you put the Shawnee to the levee, right? <laughs> but the levee was dry. There was no Star right. Wars to be had. He's not a moist levee. He's a dry no, levee. He's a dry levee. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sean like <laughs> Levy and a Chevy writing a Star Wars movie is what we need. Um, so anyways, uh, there's this quote from him in a variety interview that he did, okay? And, uh, of course, like... It's it's being it's being pulled in all these different ways. I honestly think, for the most part, this isn't anything. However, I do think that they're going to be making Star Wars movies for better or worse. I my my actual belief is number one, none of the schedule as it exists will actually happen. I hope it does, but I don't believe it will. Um, but my secondary belief is that it they are being told to make star wars movies star wars movies are going to be made if they're if they're uh if they're they're you know make them now well if they're triple a star wars or if they're not that's the way i would put it i mean i i don't know how else to put it except for like in gaming terms in this instance they get it's, their order of operations wrong and they break movie instead of glass right like in case of glass <laughs> making star wars so you're brought to you by tom's computer yeah that's uh-huh. i think that's fair i honestly tom i think you've earned it i yes. think you have earned it uh um, that's our sponsor but but also tom when the when the show fucks up dude we're going after you we're like oh tom yeah you're this fucking piece of shit <laughs> oh what what the you, fuck tom and honestly look, tom, it's probably just going to be Streamyard. but you're taking the blame buddy Tom, you haven't made it until Star Wars fans universally hate you. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Star Wars famous until everybody hates you. Um, yes. Anyways, uh, so there was this interview in Variety, and Sean Levy talks about his Star Wars film a couple of times. And the interviewer at Variety, if you're listening to us as a podcast, says, In an interview conducted last year, Mark Ruffalo said, You always get the same version of Star Wars each time. Bitch, I get the same version of Hulk each time. Shut the fuck up. Now that you're working on one, how will things go differently? And um, he says, When Kathleen Kennedy brought me on board to make a Star Wars movie, her central mandate to me was, I want a Sean Levy movie. I want a story and a tone that reflects you and your taste and what you bring to your movies with a Star Wars story. So I have felt extremely empowered. We are in early days, unfortunately, because the development process was abruptly paused due to the WGA strike. But I feel very empowered to trust my instincts and in the development of this story and movie. That was his first error <laughs> at the end there. No, 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 no. You don't. You have to trust your instincts and then figure out how do your instincts fuck with Kathleen Kennedy's. That's the I went and watched every Star Wars movie and TV show to see how everyone else did it, and now I know what I can do. <laughs> that's, that's 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 what real pros do. Right? Well, okay, no, no, but like here's the here's the thing is like like I've seen the Deadpool movies. I'm not a huge fan. 
Um, I don't dislike Deadpool. It's not that I that I dislike it. I just watch different it director and, and, and on each one though. It's not okay. The same. Which one is it's he on? No, he's on the third one. He hasn't done any of them. Oh, he hasn't done any of the first two that are already out. No, I the first see. one was Tim Miller. Okay, and they wrote that script for six years. Was why the jokes are so good. The second Dude, one was I'm the so John glad. Wick guy. I'm so glad right now. I didn't pretend like I knew what I was talking about because I, you know, that was a good one. Today was a good day to not pretend oh, that I know see. shit about Sean Levy. But I have seen the Stranger Jason, Things Jason, episode. Jason, Jason. Oh yeah, what's up? What's going on? What what happened, Rob? We haven't had a bot in a while, dude. Oh, dude, we got a Baldrin. Baldrin yeah, we, chat. We, 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 <laughs> Roger, Roger. I know. <laughs> Larry, we're bothering you. I want to weird. offer promotion for your channel, viewers, followers, viewers, chats, bots, etc. The price yeah. is lower than any competitor. <laughs> Do you wow. know, we know we need to add. We need to add to the the battle droids farts, robotic farts. I'm I prefer. W- <laughs> I prefer when the bots like like like. You want to see people fucking x x x x x like Go I like it stream when rise our our stream rise oh it's a Russian bot dude oh yeah this is so good I, I have a song <laughs> I have a song called Russian bot it's true I do it was funny to me when I wrote it um, but, <laughs> I want to touch her nuclear vessels so what movies has Sean Levy made then I guess is the question let's let's because uh, I've seen Stranger Netflix Things movies I've seen um. Yeah. I, I've seen his Stranger Things episode, and it's it's very it's like one of the best Stranger Things episodes. But as we know, like somebody doing an episode Definitely. of a TV show is like a it doesn't really mean that that the movie's going to be so. He did Free Guy, which I don't remember. Night at the Museum. Well, See, Free okay, Guy has is... the lightsaber bit. So here's okay. my problem with the humor in, in Free Guy is they don't they do something that's cool and then they have to fucking verbally say what the joke is so you all got so it you know it's a lightsaber and then another person goes he's got a lightsaber where do you get a lightsaber it's like yeah. no you don't you don't ever need to say someone's got a lightsaber when they have a lightsaber because somebody they got a lightsaber never funny <laughs> I, the one thing i've learned is if you have to explain the joke you've really fucked it up okay or so, you're trying to annoy the shit out of your wife and get out of hanging out with her on a Friday night. Like, or that, just want to get divorced. Yeah, that's a way of doing it. <laughs> it's a um, good move. Okay, so so let's start with the good stuff. Big Fat Liar. Never saw it. <laughs> but, I, but I do feel a kinship to that it's got, it's got It's got Frankie Muniz in it, you know? Real still. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Was that the first person? Like, I played a video game, good, so I made a good movie, themes, movie. Good theme song. That's a solid film. You could take that to it. Is it? It's a good, yeah, yeah, man. Look, I wish Real Steel was, you know, the a movie we got. The closest we got to is like I mean, we had RoboCop. So that really wasn't for kids. I watched it, but you okay. know, that that's a solid film. People can say what they want, but that would fit in with any '80s, best of the '80s, '90s kind of fun adventure films. That's a good. That's a good one. Way better than fucking Pacific Rim, like by far. God, they uh, uh, IMDb is guy. fucking awful. Like. It used to be like my favorite website, and it's just so bad now. Like everything, well, they got bought out, right? I just like I try to get on it. I'm just like everything hurts. Can Amazon like everything... buy them? So wait, did he do 34 on, episodes of Stranger Things? No, 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 no. He's executive. He's a producer on producer. Oh, and producer. Then he's directed. I'm on the yeah. producer tab. So yeah, like I said, it's hard I, to I... say. That's a collaboration. Okay. Like obviously, he's great with the Duffer Brothers, right? Like... All right. So Stranger Things, he did eight episodes. So that's pretty. That's that's good though. I mean, that's a Star Wars season. That's a Star Wars season. The Stranger Things. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drives Rob crazy, maybe. Oops, I went back to the producer. Uh, I do love that Stranger Things. Uh, God, Tom, I could read this if my computer worked. It's not even Tom Swalletnet yet. Um, so <laughs> the practice. Adam Project, he did an episode of the Adam Project. Yeah, unbreakable. Yeah. Netflix. Unbreakable. See, like I liked Kimmy Schmidt when it came Netflix. out, but Netflix. but but that's yeah, that's like a hard one. It's like this is like a lot of not at the museum. I mean, that's not for me. So I, I would have to like watch it and then just yeah, like, like look at it as a craft, yeah. and I don't want to. Um, I'll let you guys do that. Paper Dennis Beyonce, a woman like me. See now, if he did above and Beyonce, maybe we'd have a Star Wars movie already out, but he didn't. So he did some birds of prey. So this is like all oh, like really old. So I mean, right now though, I am looking at a at a guy who's like di- directed to to eat. This is a guy who worked. Who's like, on one hand, I kind of like am interested in th- to see how this this goes because this guy. I mean, look, look at look at his work. I mean, it's it, this is like, like I said, this is a guy who didn't just like go like, oh, my uncle knows Steven Spielberg. <laughs> now I'm making Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's not he doesn't have that kind of career, so that's so I'm kind of rooting for him in a in a director credit kind of way. I don't know if he's working class, but usually these kind of directors seem to come from more working class backgrounds, or they are completely nepotistic in nature, and we're just falling into all of these gigs. But he's just got overall man, he's got like that so. corny fucking kind of humor you and I aren't into. You know, really? like better than Robert Rodriguez, right? Okay. But not not as good as uh, uh, what is it? Have there been good comedies? I mean, he's not as good as an Adam McKay, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so better than a Peyton Reed, not as good as an Adam McKay. <laughs> yeah. So you know, yeah. somewhere he's, in there. We we have a we have like a lot of like you know an average of like six, a lot of sixes, and this is his producer stuff though. That I'm back on to. Um, as a director, boy band, all the light we cannot see, Deadpool three, Stranger Things two episodes, Starman, is that like the David Bowie one or like the the the, the movie from the eighties? The re- re- are they remaking Starman with? Was it Jeff Bridges that was in that? Jeff Bridges and 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 Marion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Marion. That's right. Come on, man. What are you yeah. doing? Come on now. All right. Now we now I'm we like... know what Marion was doing <laughs> around Lord, Last Crusade. Just fucking Jeff Bridges star man. <laughs> He's the dude. Just fucking the uh, dude. Put it in hey man. You know. The dude when he was that, young. Go watch young buck. Go watch that King Kong. And have we ever have we ever looked that good, Jason? No. No, we've never looked. Not me. I mean. No. All right. All right. So oh, wait, hold on. Let me share this tab in. Yeah, so then there's other little Star Wars tidbit. Could Deadpool 3 be good practice for Star Wars? And he says, I actually have to read it on the screen of the show because I can't see it on my camera right now. Um, the experience that I'm currently having with the Marvel with with Mar- with the Marvel with Marvel on Deadpool is showing me firsthand that it is indeed really possible to feel empowered and personable about making a movie within a universe that is bigger than any one film. My Deadpool movie is turning out to be exactly what Ryan Reynolds and I had hoped when we started off. So I'm going into the development of my Star Wars movie with a similar optimism. <laughs> you, you're adorable, <laughs> fool. You're adorable, adorable, fool. And with... he should really go, 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 
go to Cheesecake Factory at Lord and Miller. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what? I, you know? I, I, I'm going to recommend that they get the orange chicken and share it with a separate dip. Orange chicken's really good, but you don't just want that. So just saying, you know, you have a better talk. Well, but, then you yeah, get cheesecake. You know, orange chicken and cheesecake. No, I, 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 like I, like I said, though, and I'm joking. In, rea- in reality, I do think, I do actually expect that these movies are going to be made. I just... I'm fearful that we're going to go into the first phase of I'm optimistic, but the first phase of, well, here's just a Hollywood movie and it's star Wars, you know, here's, here's like, like we're not not that that, that they're giving up just that it's, they're not going to do what they did before. I don't think we're going to see, Oh, we have to go spend another 150 million to reshoot, you know, 40% of this film. Don't think those days are, are here. So I think the movies would have to be right at the start. And they never are, and they never will be, and they're never going to be easy to make, so it's never going to happen that way. So I'm definitely interested in how this next phase goes, but I think this next phase is going to be, I don't know, I'm not, I don't don't have like super high hopes at the moment. I, I hate to be, I hate to be like pessimistic, but, but this is. You know, and the Sean Levy kind of thing, you know, um, don't don't really know a lot about the guy. So I don't know what to expect. For, I, I'm going to guess Levy has been maybe instrumental in other projects that he's not heralded as the savior of, but maybe was. There has to be something that's made him like, I want a Sean Levy Star Wars movie and it's a good idea. Like. What's the aim? Yeah, but when you, I mean, when you were a kid, did you really know you wanted an, an Ivan Kirshner Star yes, Wars I movie? Did. Yes, I did. And his name is Irvin. <laughs> Ivan is a Russian spy. Shh, um, I'm trying to appease our, our Russian bot, Jason. Oh, Come on, what are you doing? See, I think you're calling him, actually. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no you, no, you didn't. But at the same time, I didn't know that I didn't want a Richard Marquand either. So what did I know back then? You know? I don't. I didn't want to watch him. <laughs> well, I can. I can still do without it. You know. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, when you when you like when you look at the last like decade of Star Wars, th- they were we were actually spoiled. Like when something didn't appear to be going wrong, they fucking put the kibosh on it. Like they'd fire people. They would bring in a new direct stuff like that. Like they would do it. I, I don't think we're going to be afforded that because t- two reasons, maybe. Well, the first reason, obviously, is just Disney's current like state. People are acting like, like the sky's falling at Disney. And, and I kind of disagree with, with that assessment. It's just that it was raining fucking money a few years ago. And now it's not like in that same. They're, they're in a more realistic we have to try way, you know? Yeah, you know ago? how easy it is to fix fucking the Marvel movies. Real simple. Just make them. Just make the next four feel like Winter Soldier. There, done. Problem Maybe. solved. Maybe problem. I mean... No problem solved. Put in some good fight sequences. Yes, you yeah, know, like you're right actual about that. good fight sequences. Make it feel like Winter Soldier. A slow down on the fucking uh, multiverse stuff. You know, like have a little bit here and there so they can get to their fucking Avengers movie, and then yeah. they'll be done. They'll be, they'll, you'll hear Jason. The, the you'll hear the turnaround from fans go oh they're back oh you'll the, the wave of fucking like dick sucking that will yeah. go on oh it's just a, it'll look like that it'll be as big as that wave in in the abyss special edition you know just mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll just be deep throating that fucking marble like it's just so easy to fix they're 
like all they got to do is just don't do what they're doing now. Just do what they did before. Problem solved. So yeah. no, no, no. Now, uh, the the problem with DC is they've never had a colossal win at the box office. You know, like the Batman yeah. is the best thing, the closest thing they've had since uh, the Dark Knight, right? To mm-hmm. a colossal win or, or the Dark Knight Rises. Well, when it, when it, yeah, when it comes to uh, they need more funny voices. Well, well, like like <laughs> realistically, when it comes the to the, to the to the Marvel thing, the, the the problem is that yet I I don't give a fuck about Ant Man. Ant Man is like a C tier superhero that you're trying to pretend and make an A tier and you know an S tier. Well, they've also dragged shit out too long. Like if you if you count the time between Iron Man one and Avengers one, we should have hit that Avengers team up. Whatever new group of characters they were putting out there should have yeah. all teamed up by like two movies ago. Right. You see what I mean? Like that's the problem. Like. They're just like out there just doing rando shit and everyone's like, I don't know. They got everyone fixed on a formula and then they're like, oh, we're not going to do the formula. We're going to do all this other stuff and then eventually we'll put it together. That that ain't working, you know? That's like uh, well, DC tried this reboot like tw- 10 years ago called The New 52. We're like, we're going to pop 50. We're going to stop all the storylines you like and put out 52 new storylines and yeah. books and only one of them really took off and everyone else hated everything. You know, like it didn't. Well, like, like I don't know if this is like like the uh, the uh, best analogy, but when you when you and this goes and I'm talking about Star Wars and I'm talking about about Marvel in this instance. Well, for, really quickly on Marvel, just we do need to go back to Mark Ruffalo's little thing. We just need like Hulk movies, like Iron Man and and yeah, an like, actual like, 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 like aggressive actual, like like but you know, big, but but I don't I don't care about these. Like I said, fucking the Atom. You know what I mean? I don't care about like some fucking random and and what's his name made Guardians of the Galaxy. The Guardians of the Galaxy couldn't get arrested. He made that shit a tier. He did it. That, that's great. It happened. It, and Iron Man was a, was like a C tier fucking character too. He shouldn't have been, but he was. And then they they put him up to S tier. Fucking jumped him right right up. He's like one of the biggest heroes in the world now. I was trying to chalk so, that one up to luck, really. Yeah. fine fair enough but Robert but Downey i mean Jr. but but, but it definitely movie. happened you know yeah. but anyways but the, the uh the thing is that um like when you look at yourself and you go like oh you know what i need to make some changes about me right Man whether it's like well, no whether it's like diet or personality and attitude or whatever but you don't go and then just have a completely new personality tomorrow you don't you don't just go and go like oh i'm gonna make some changes and like now all of a sudden like every single thing that you like you don't eat at all ever again it's like you got to kind of like do a little bit of the new thing while keeping the old stuff that that you liked you know what i mean that that worked you can't just fucking all of a sudden become like this whole different thing and then everybody's going to be like yay that's not what's going to happen so th- that's why with with star wars movies should there do i believe that there should always be a galactic civil war movie somewhere on the horizon yeah is it personally what i what i want not really. I, I want stuff that I haven't seen before and them to try new things. Like, I'm cool with that. But I understand that you also need to have, like, your movie set during the Galactic Civil War at the same time. You do need that, like, oh, here's a Stormtrooper in the classic costume. Like, you still need that to, to show up every now and then. Um, so, like, if if I, I think the winning formula would be, like, one-third is... is what i call conservative star wars in the philosophical sense back to what you knew what you expect and then 
after that, that's when you try something. That's when you do something different like this one. I think this is going to be a different tone. And that's fine. Um, because at the at the end of all of this, like if I just have this huge shelf full of all these Star Wars movies and I got like the six I know I love no matter what. And then the, the, the stuff that Disney does, that's like doing their best if they're doing their best when they are. Uh, then it's like, cool. This is like all bonus stuff. And like, for instance, Andor is the show whose dick I always suck. And Andor, I never really saw that one coming. Never really expected it, except for when I was sucking its dick. You know, I saw it coming. Then. But other than that, I, I didn't, I didn't ever exp- know I wanted or needed an Andor show. And um, I like Andor better than the movie that spawned it. And here we are now and it's like okay cool i'm glad that exists and i don't care how successful it was or wasn't because i'll i'm I'm always going to be able to enjoy it that's all i care about is myself i'm a selfish star wars fan again viewer numbers shouldn't matter on streaming it should matter is this is a compelling reason to subscribe yeah you know and then they should spend their money like appropriately and not bankroll green light 600 cheap ass series to go there this is little get everyone in if we put one of everything up the netflix model of blasting your by the way i canceled my netflix so um yeah me too when they 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 deleted all the animation sorry sean levy yeah 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 fuck your netflix so uh you know they take away the animation you know they canceled bone a bunch of other fucking shit i'm like (laughs) i'm out of here dude you know like i'll probably sign back up when kevin smith's uh masters of the universe season two comes out you know because i like that series and then i'll unsubscribe right afterward I'm only gonna they'll 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 get my metric on that one. Yeah. But uh look, man, I think with the movies, you know, we're all looking at like a director to save us in Star Wars. And I'm gonna be honest, man, they really should just hit up whoever put together them fallen order games, you know, mm-hmm. and just be like, What would what would you do as a film, you know, or a series? Because they seem to understand, yeah. you know, the idea of where to place a story and the protagonist people seem to like and the right balance between humor and blah, 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 blah. And you could say they had 40 hours to do it, but people are all engaged within the first hour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you, it's not like you got to play the game for 20 hours and then it gets good. You know, yeah. like get you right away, you know? So mm-hmm. like on all those games. So that's, I just haven't seen any of these directors pull that one off yet. And the game folks seem to have it down. So I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah I, 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 would like i i am a fan of when the like i said we t- we've talked about how the auteur theory itself is like a problem about how it's it's mythical and it's not real and it's a lie and then a lot of choices are made on the this idea that there is this like one dude who can save it all like that's just yeah if paul hirsch not, wasn't editing um, on star wars it yeah. would be a different film you know yeah. not I'm saying it would be a bad film or a better film I'm just mm-hmm. saying it would be a different film. Lucas mm-hmm. didn't, you know, the, how do I say this, folks? You know, people goes, Rob likes James Cameron, Rob likes James Cameron. James Cameron painted all the fucking uh, uh, mats on Escape from New York. Yeah. You know, George well, Lucas ain't, ain't painting the mats on Star Wars. You know, like, that's not the kind yeah. of dude he is. So, like, an auteur doesn't do everything. They have a vision. But even then... Look at there was a vision for Ghostbusters. Go read the original script that you don't want that movie. You know what I mean? Like, I no one wants do. the original Ghostbusters. You know, do. Jason, you just want to burn it. Yeah. No, I kind of, I kind of want to see it. But I guess yeah. given 
the last two efforts why the fuck not no but, no the uh, no the uh, the uh, last ghostbusters movie uh saved ghostbusters man and kids liked that last ghostbusters movie there's that pretty was the much, one time i felt that i love been a series, i love you know ghostbusters I, mean? I love ghostbusters too I, I know that you don't but i would say ghostbusters one yeah. and afterlife yeah. i know ghostbusters afterlife didn't it wasn't like a box office phenomenon or anything like that. So I'm not saying it was like the hugest movie, but um, yeah, I didn't yeah, look, push it. Movie. My, no, but, but I mean like, but like kids actually liked it. That was the, yeah, um, I just think it should have been a series. Like, there just wasn't enough of it. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, we could critique that movie. I mean, like the third act of that movie is, it sucks. It's, yeah. They wasted JK. Right. Yeah, just it, wasted. It's, it's the useless but... Easter egg that doesn't, you know, go anywhere. Yeah. But um, and I feel like there's a vague tie-in between mm -hmm. that movie and Poltergeist 2's backstory. Like if mm -hmm. you go watch Poltergeist 2, you know, at the the in, in the Evo Shandor and that one, there's a whole thing there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there's a tie-in there. But but I just want I just want them them to like I said, do like uh yeah here's what you expect from Star Wars. Here's here's what the people expect. Do that like do that one every now and then. Do your little space opera that's just like, oh hey, I'm a space ranger man, you know, kind of thing. Do that. Good, good, good. And then and then try other things. And you know, because with, with Star Wars, like we don't we don't want them to go back and reinvent Star Wars. Star Wars is fine. I don't need Star Wars like reinvented every single time. But what I I do need are things that sit on the shelf next to things that already exist that offer something to me that the other ones don't necessarily, you know, like that's why force awakens is a good star Wars movie, but am I ever going to watch the force awakens over a new hope when I want that? Not really. It's always going to be a second tier film for me on that, on that front. Um, I'm only really going to watch it when I want to watch the last Jedi. Cause I like to watch for force awakens into last Jedi. Cause they, they fit so well together. And they can't like, make a good Terminator film. They can't make a good RoboCop film. But one studio has managed to make fun video games for both. Oh, you yeah. know, and, and that's what I was. That's what I was going to say. Onto your point, though, was remember back in the day, like like when we were kids, the big thing was, and I think this applies to your point about the Fallen Order guys, is that they were like, well, how do we make movies for these kids in the '80s? How do we do it? Oh, let's get Russell. Is his name Russell McCall McCauley? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it said Macaulay or Micaiah. I had this Queen video, and they were saying Russell Micaiah, but I don't think that's correct. Uh, but it's R Russell Micaiah, the guy who did Highlander, was a music video director for like Duran Duran, and then they let the music video guy make a movie. Highlander sucks so much; it's fucking awesome. Like, and that's the kind of thing where I think getting those weirdos who make like video game stuff today would probably be like, well, this isn't exactly like the way a movie's supposed to be made. This isn't exactly right, but this is like actually a hell of a lot more fun and engaging and lasting than anything else that they would have done otherwise. That's that, that's where I think they would fall. I think it would be just like that. Now, Highlander is the other one though, right? Highlander, there should be like three good Highlander movies, but there's not. There's only one. There's only that first movie. And it's, it's kind of amazing that they managed to never really get it going well i think because games are so difficult to make mm -hmm. the idea of one person coming in and solving all the problems or making all the decisions yeah. is ridiculous you know like it's really a collaborative effort yeah. and i just feel given 
the complexity people want and this is me guessing but just you know having watched about i don't know billion hours of useless fucking youtube right over the last 10 years right you're slacking uh i'm assuming people want complex stories with fun universes and the only one pulling that off are games yeah. Like, go look at Spider-Man 2 that's out on the PS5 right now. Marvel can't do that as a film right now. I mean, yeah. that whole game could be the first act of it. They're not pulling that one off, but the game people are. Yeah. And I also feel, too, is because the game people know their audience. And I just feel Hollywood producers as a whole, Hollywood studios, don't know their audiences. They're, they want to create their audiences is what I... I mean, we've heard this many times on the show before when he was like, hey, the Lucasfilm wanted to go. They wanted the Twilight people. We, they feel like we got we got these people in our pocket and we want these other people to grow it. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know how you grow something? Word of mouth. They never had the Barbie people in their pocket. You know, there was no Barbie people in the pocket when they started that fucking movie. Where was all those girls when Toy Story 2 came out to go support the Barbie in Toy Story 2? You know, like or Toy Story 3 even. Like, don't go up against Big Barbie right now. So it's like, but word of mouth, because it's so fucked, pe- people loved it, they get people to go. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, n- I think you got to know that the core audience's expectations and then over deliver. And that that develops, you know, it develops a fan base. Yeah. And those those Fallon Order games, I mean, they're not doing anything new. Jimmy Fallon Order? In, yeah, Jimmy Fallon, the Fallon Order. Uh, they're not doing anything new. In those games like okay we've seen this stuff you've seen inquisitors you've seen empire you've seen the 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 the, the you know the star killer like you know chosen one guy protagonist who's kind of in the backdrop of the first you know between episode three and episode four we've seen all this but they do know how to repackage it in a way where you don't feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again and you still care and they're adding enough new to it right that you uh you give a shit and they're not saying, "Hey, uh, uh, we, we don't. We, we're not going for the Star Wars person. We already know we got their stupid asses because they're going to buy a fucking Star Wars game. We know we're going after that Rocket League people. You know, we want the Rocket League people. It's like, like yeah. the Hollywood. Their whole mentality has to shift in this way. And I'm not saying it doesn't mean cater to the fans, but they've taken a lot of shit for granted. Like, mm-hmm. like you and I love Batman, right, Jason? As much love as we him. love Star Wars." love him i'd say right I'd say but so. just because you put batman some ain't gonna guarantee the box office you know no, <laughs> no. and, and also there. yeah and we've we've had we've had such polar polar opposite takes on batman over the years it's like that's a hard one to like just please me or anybody at that point you know in a way um, i mean what mike, do we what i gave a, a ten dollar super chat and says i missed you guys welcome back thanks mike and uh looking very very luigi in this in this picture here isn't he is not mike looking a little little like a bit like our plumber friend luigi um but thank, thank you for being a channel so member. Good. Yeah. video game stories are so good that now they're turning games into tv shows and they're losing star wars actors to games turned into tv shows mm-hmm. <laughs> we we got the mando completely bait and switched on us jason because of a video well, game you know like, like, like sabersmith says it's kind of sad the game stories are better than the live action stories except for andor of course and that's that's the uh that's where i think we got to be a little bit fair to it though is like when i'm playing a fallen order video game or a star wars game for instance like fallen order like they have like you know a good 40 hours to like really hook me rob's right that they do hook you early 
but but you just have all that time same thing with like a, a a moderately good novel like the ability to connect with it whereas like a movie when if it's made well and it's is fucking i'm sorry but i think i think good movies are like two hours long and a two-hour movie doesn't have as much time to have the emotional resonance and connection so it has to be like it's a different animal and like that's the like what I have on one hand, I would love if the Andor story had been a film. If Andor had been a film, I would love that that film for sure. At the same time, would it ever be as good as the twelve part series? No, because it wouldn't have had that depth and the ability to to add the subtleties in. We wouldn't have had Cyril eating cereal in a movie. You just wouldn't have like those kind of moments. And that's the same thing like where you you'll see like uh like somebody plays like like a Final Fantasy video game, like a good one. Like you're never gonna have that kind of connection that you have when you play like that game, a good one, to a a a, a cartoon episode. Just like the amount of time that you have to spend and to to like develop is is such a, a different beast. But that's where we run into like this weird thing with Star Wars fans. Like we have expanded universe people, expanded universe people saying that the sequel films are bad. That. A, a a book is better than a movie and a, but i'm sorry uh, that's not apples and oranges to me they're not the same thing you know it's, I, they're just not and same thing with the tv series that's why like yeah does the tv yeah. series look like a movie no it doesn't is it ever going to do what the movies do mostly not so like i i realize what i'm ordering what's on the menu and what's coming to the table and then and i i, I do think it's uh completely fair though like the movie is going out to the theater. That's when you go out and you put your, your fancy cape and your monocle on. And Star Wars isn't taking us out because they haven't done a movie in so long. So the, the people getting like antsy and critical of that completely, they deserve it. That's fucking fair. But also we do need to look at books, cartoons, comics, movies, all this stuff. It's so, it's so, it's just a different thing. And, uh, and I think, they should be evaluated and treated as as such but you know the comics for instance comic binge says miss you guys uh i'll holla at you both soon yeah dude you're you're always welcome to come hang out man um uh, old, old man paul but yeah like the comics oftentimes piss me off and so you know what like this current like little era this current phase it's not my thing i'll i'll check it out again like in a, in a gear or whatever and give it like a whirl and get back into it but i'm also not gonna make it my personality being mad at comics like that's a weird thing for people to do we tried reading the bounty hunter wars here yeah yeah Yeah, remember and i quit it made us mad it made us really (laughs) mad and and it was what are you guys doing like yeah and I, I was, I, and I was like really open. I was like, I was like hoping like, you know, this is going to like roll into the show and stuff like that. And we'll be able to, Oh, remember that? No, no, not at all. It was, I mean, it had some fun moments. Like once again, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, but when you, when you read like 40 comics, you know, it's going to be a fun moment or two, you know what I mean? But when you, but when you read 40 comics and um, 29 of them were not worth your time, uh, that's when you're like, oh, they're just taking my money, you know, they're, they just, they just want money from me. But, you know, and I, I understand that like not every, every, not every series can, can have Thrawn coming back in the last episode. Right. I am I mean, interested in reading uh, Mark Bernard's writing the Mace Windy things. Mm-hmm. So um interested what? in that. What? Yeah. Mark Bernard. 
from who's, Kevin who's Smith. Mark Bernardin? Oh, the guy, the, the Kevin Smith show guy. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the Batman, the Batman guy, the guy who's on the Batman mm-hmm. podcast. Okay, yeah. He's just doing it like a fan thing, or is no, no, for Marvel. No, he's oh, actually he's doing like a, a comic. Yeah, there's a Mace Windu. I don't know if it's a limited oh, okay. series or a full, but yeah, yeah but you just kind of like said Mark Bernard and Mace Windu. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking. About. Okay, oh, he's cool. writing a Mace Windu thing mm-hmm. over at at Marvel. So that's probably so, uh, a a pretty good hint that we shouldn't expect anything from Mace Windu in live action. Right. You know. <laughs> you know exactly. The, we we came close to having a window in uh in ahsoka it was it was on the table didn't happen though i didn't uh, want to say it jason yeah no no it was it was it was in it was he was on the table for for yeah. some some flashback stuff there was some drawings to say the least uh, Stephen Murphy says the MCU book did acknowledge Feige and Kennedy were pressured into announcing projects that were nowhere near ready during Disney Investor Day 2020. Right, right. That and that book. If you're a Marvel person, that book sounds like, oh man, I wish we had that for Star Wars. Um, but it does. It does sound like that's a book you should read if you're into it. And yeah, they that that's the um, that's one of the things about being Kathleen Kennedy. I think where I do. Feel, I don't know, feel bad for her is the way to put it because I kind of don't give a shit, you know? She's super rich and successful and runs Star Wars and stuff like that. But they definitely... Hangs out with ask... Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> probably... Probably calls him Stevie. Whoa, what a lot. Probably, probably oh. calls him Stevie, right? Stevie? Yeah. Stevie. Little Stevie? Yeah, he calls him All Stevie. All right, little Stevie. Let me produce your fucking movie for you, Com- little Stevie. Comboss JJ around. Yeah. Right. You, know what, you know what, JJ? I knew you before you had, you had, you had before you had fuzz on your peaches. Sit the fuck down. You're directing The Force Awakens. But no, um, um, yeah, they they clearly like make it seem like it, or we tend to blame her for the company's pressure to 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 announce and and to, to like do things at the same time though if she was prolific i would have more sympathy you know what i mean like if they were prolifically getting star wars content made um good stuff i i'm glad that i think um according to the internet it's not true but it is i the like qual- the bar of quality for star wars and the theatrical stuff i would say has been pretty high in terms of like the the look and the feel i'd say solo the one i'm wearing the shirt for today uh probably is the uh one that dropped the ball the hardest but that was because they when they reshot it and had to rebuild sets and stuff like that they didn't go in as hard as they did the first time but overall i think that like you can say like oh the films are, are at a very high high quality level even if you don't like them you know, obviously people people re- just go, I don't like something, therefore it's all bad. No, that's not, not the way it goes. You could you could look at, at the movies and objectively say these are high budget. No, it all films. sucks. Or it's I mean? all no, good. But, yeah, yeah, but you could I mean you could look at it and go, This is an expensive film, like no doubt about it. And um it looks and it feels expensive. They they they've done a, a good job on on that front, I think. And will it will it stick? I don't know because Back to what you were kind of saying though about like like on, on the, the marvel thing um yeah i need a i need a winter soldier quality film from them my kids don't though 
But so they got to meet some, we got to do a little bit of both of those things and kind of meet in the middle on it. But the one thing is just like visual effects, Disney plus visual effects on film. I know that it got to kind of test the waters and see what the, what the customers will accept. How, how, how cheap can you go? Do you have to push it so far? Do you have to pay so much money? Like I understand like kind of trying things and that, but I mean, in the last year, the Marvel I stand by it, look, Jason. Like, look like garbage. No, nah, I stand by it, man. The creator is fucking cool. And I get people out there mm-hmm. giving out there. Everyone's a fucking screenwriter now, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, if that movie had come out in the fucking eighties or nineties, you and I would be still talking about it, you know? Yeah. Like, I just think we do live in an era now where everything needs to be a religious experience or it's, you know, or it's totally fucking sucks. Like that's mm-hmm. the internet, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't, I don't I don't ascribe to that. Is the story as good as District 9? No. But if I wanted to fucking visually watch the creator of District 9, I'm watching the creator every fucking time, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just like so I'm like, so all right, so you just give that guy bring in bring in someone who can make you laugh and then, you know, you got a Star Wars movie. It's as good as any it's as good as any of the fucking Star Wars movies you, you know, People claim are great that really aren't, but you know, whatever. Make says Ahsoka's depiction of Thrawn is a middle finger to anyone who read Zon. So no one, because nobody read those books. Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey. But, but no, I mean, I don't I don't know, man. Like i I think in, in reality, uh Thrawn is an overrated character that has a lot of um unearned love in those books. I d- those books aren't that I don't think they're they're very good. I don't think he's a very compelling character. I think he's just a blue Imperial. And there's a lot of time spent telling you how amazing he is. But I don't think he actually is. And uh, so that's why I don't... The Star Wars Rebels depiction and the other... I mean, to be honest with you, Meg, I'd say the Star Wars Rebels depiction is more offensive to anything than that. Because it's like, oh, no, they got away again! You know? I don't like James Bond films. And I don't really like... uh a lot of those like CIA films where they're in a room watching shit go down while they bomb other countries. But I do, I do love them both. Wait, I can't hear you. Can you guys hear Rob? I can't hear Rob now. Is it me or is it Rob? If, if it's Rob hit one, if it's Rob, if it's Jason who just can't hear Rob hit two in the chat, because I don't know what's going on. Is my computer finally dying? Or movies. Okay, I can hear you now. I just heard you say that some at the very end. Nobody could hear you that whole time. You there, Rob? All right, it's Rob. All right, so Meg says, uh, Meg gave, gave me 10 bucks. She said, boom, it slapped me across the face with, 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 with 10 pounds. I said, Jason, I have no proof. But do you know if something changed in production for Mando Season 3? Season two showed clones, which to me are clearly not Gideon clones. Were they going to do the Snoke route originally? So in my opinion, based off of uh, what was what was happening there, was they were just playing that, yeah, it, it can, we can do it. We can, we can do that. But it doesn't, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, do you, do you want to make out? Well, no, I mean, unless you want to. You know, it's one of those. It's it's one of those. It's a it's a pivot. That's all that it ever was. That's why they played 
that that's why they played it with ambiguity. It's simply a pivot. And um, I'm not a fan of that. I, I don't, I don't appreciate that level of ambiguity in all of the projects. Like, yeah, you want a, a big mystery. You want people talking, what is, what does this mean? But you also want it to be earned. Like my go-to is Battlestar Galactica. And the opening of the Battlestar Galactica show, it's like the Cylons are back and they have a plan. They have a plan. So you start watching the show you're like, what's the fucking plan? And then you, you get through and you watch the whole thing and there is no plan. There was never a plan. They make Razor to like, I, I think it was called Razor. And that's what they tell you, like what the plan was. And you're like, that was a plan. It was, clearly wasn't the plan. They just didn't have one. And um, so w when it when it comes to down to the to the Snoke Gideon thing, um, I can see though I can see early on where they're like, oh yeah, you know, realistically, how many seasons of a television show do you have? Five is about where a show really kind of exists and is quality. You can go ten. I'm not saying there's not ten, but that's just because the consumer base didn't die and they didn't stop making it, right? Well, with 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 Mando, yeah, you would have to have gone on and and had to have gone. Okay, now and now here's why the first order exists. Here here's how it that started to happen, and you could see that they did the um, groundwork for it. But then I think what you have in production is Filoni gets his movie, and then that's where I think the plans elevate. The plans get that what's going to happen becomes bigger more important so i think while we were probably going to have the first order just sort of kind of the cards thrown on the table in that show via various storylines and events my guess would be now we're going to have this thrawn war happen and in the in the ashes of that rises the first order i think that's what changed i don't have any evidence to back that up um but that just seems to be how it looks like the puzzle pieces moved from out here right now if that makes sense and um but once again i i don't i don't like i don't think storytelling is very compelling when it just relies on oh we're not telling you everything he he maybe you'll catch on it's like was that really like if it turns out Gideon's alive and those were just Gideon clones, it's gonna be so fucking lame. It's gonna be so lame. And it's probably what's going to happen. And um at the same time, they might be kind of pulling a little bit of a of a Mando with the bad guy in the sense that if he's all burned up and he's alive and he wears the suit now, that's why he stays in the suit. They'd kind of do a Darth Vader thing. He's so grotesque. He keeps the suit on. Then you don't need Giancarlo, Espo and, uh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito to, to, to show up and be in, you know, every episode you can just have his voice, but also have him do action and stuff. So I kind of see it going that way in the end, but I don't even know if he's really dead. I mean, I'd be fine with, with him being dead considering considering how that last season went overall. Considering they don't really know how to use the actor. They don't really know how to write super compelling villains in that in that way. Um I like Mando, but 
the the writing is is pretty much at that Highlander level, and that's cool. That's fun. I'm all about it to to a large degree, but that's where I'm like, oh man, Dave Filoni and John Favreau writing Thrawn. Now, like if if Tony Gilroy was writing Thrawn, it would be fascinating. It would, and that's where that kind of character belongs. Um, but you're never going to give Thrawn to a Tony Gilroy because the people who want Thrawn are people that are at the Beastmaster Highlander level of television. <laughs> Does that make sense? I hope I haven't lost you guys with, with the old grandpa references to 80s movies, but that's kind of where, where I think, I think that's how, that's just how it falls. Um, but also like, I'm sorry, Meg, but Thrawn is just overrated in the books too. It's there's a lot of telling. This just just kind of is, and uh, you know, I don't really like how he, I've never liked how Thrawn looked when I was. I I actually remember buying Heir to the Empire. I think I was like nine. It was like the first like grown up book I ever bought, and I'm reading it and I'm like he's blue and in my head i'm like no he's not blue he like looks like he's been suffocated like he didn't get enough oxygen like that's and oh no 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 he's blue he's just straight up blue and like at the time what i loved about star wars was that the characters weren't named like zarzlax from from zaxxon 9 like it it didn't it was like it it didn't pull space tropes it pulled it pulled like story tropes, but it didn't pull like everything was like lived like the, the the lived in look, which we see everywhere now, but you couldn't find it anywhere, and it was a little bit more more magical, and uh, but I didn't like that idea of oh my answer is a blue guy, you know. So if I had been on the internet back then, I would have been raging about it then too. Can you can you can you speak, Rob? Can we hear you? I see, Jason. I said reboot the show, and the show has decided to just reboot me. Yeah, you're, he's booting me you're, off. You're, like, it's a whole new Rob. Yeah, whole new. Yeah, Rob. I love Star Wars now. Uh, it's the greatest. I I love the Vespas. I go oh. full Vespa. Yeah, Sean Levy's Vespas. That's what I want. But that, but that, and you know, and that goes into what what we're what kind of my point earlier though. Um, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna make unlimited Star Wars forever, Vespas are gonna happen. Whether they should or that you know you could say they shouldn't, but if you make you know just just it's a math game at that point, right? You go and you make a hundred episodes of something, you're gonna have you know a shit episode. You're gonna have a a bad call. You're gonna try something that you shouldn't have or that didn't work. You're gonna kill and... some kids <laughs> and then and then have a love story right on top of that. <laughs> you know, we're we talking about the Twilight Zone movie. Or something huh? else. Yeah, you're gonna behead an actor, <laughs> and then you're gonna make cartoon rabbit story, <laughs> and then you're gonna unleash your kid on the world. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, I, the amazing thing though is for everybody is if you disagree with me, and you think Thrawn is compelling in the novels and just so well done, and you can't get that anywhere, you got you got those books. You know, but things usually don't jump mediums well. Like for the most part, 
like if you try to take something out of the medium from which it was created and put it somewhere else, it usually doesn't translate. Like, um, I don't know. Like, remember when they, like, I liked those um, alien. Remember when they started putting aliens in Dark Horse comics? Like, I liked that they were doing it. I bought them all. They weren't that good, though. It should have worked. It should work, but it never really did. Not, not, not in the biggest way, you know? I like the Sam Keith one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but, know what you mean. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's, it, I'm not saying that there's, that no, it's no garbage, aliens but has, it's... has gotten to aliens. Like no alien yeah. stories since James Cameron's 1986 masterpiece has ever gotten there. Ridley yeah. Scott hasn't been able to do it twice. Well, uh, for me, this is really good. It just shouldn't have been an alien movie. You know, that's all. Right. It's not an alien. Yeah. It's not, yeah. and it's not it's a, it's a good science fiction movie, though. But yeah. he tried even putting space truckers in the second one he did. Oh, that, one, that didn't work. Yeah. And I love Danny McBride. He's like, yeah. I want Danny McBride to play me in the making Star Wars movie. But uh, yeah, yeah, that. it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, um, th- yeah, things just, just don't jump mediums well, generally speaking. And we have the times that it does happen, and we love, you know, Batman, some Star Wars stuff. But it, that's why I'm like, Dr. Afra. I saw the action figure at GameStop, and I wanted to buy it. I was like, this looks actually like, looks really good. But, you know, the box, you couldn't, like, you couldn't see the toy. And I was just like, what the fuck are you guys doing to that shit behind me, you know? Uh, <laughs> I'm not really, but I just, like, I'm not buying this. Oh, also, they made... Uh, Return of the Jedi Luke, like in the big size, and I was like, "Ooh, I need that." But he didn't have the cape. I was like, "Fuck you, get out of here!" You guys always do everything wrong. Yeah, you know the, the the soft goods cape. That's like the whole cool thing about the figure. The whole point. The whole yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. So, anyways, yeah, I was like, "Fuck that shit." I didn't buy that shit either. But I'm um, telling you, people make these decisions, and they never. I'm not saying you have to. I gotta be careful about this because people are like, "Well, you guys, you gotta be a fan to make something." I think you need to understand the enjoyment of whatever it is you're working on even if you don't get any enjoyment out of it yeah mm-hmm. i've worked on things and i'm like i don't give i didn't care two shits about foster's home for imaginary friends when i worked on that shit mm-hmm. but i made a shirt that was so good the fucking creator was like how come i got made this shirt that was so good uh cartoon network rejected it so i put it on DeviantArt, and then the creator of the show was like how come this isn't a shirt i'm like go speak to this person <laughs> i gave the name <laughs> and i got a phone call monday about how i should not be doing that i'm like fuck you it's a good shirt <laughs> yeah you know yeah says, isn't Filoni the only person bringing sequel ties like the praetorians etc I could see him introducing Snoke before Favreau ever thinks about it. Well, Aria, it's the same people. Like, like it's Favreau who put in the Praetorians, not, not Filoni. But they're working together. So it's, yeah, it, it's, they, see, you have to look at it, I think, from the perspective of Dave, how Dave Filoni's career starts. Dave Filoni's career doesn't start with, I think your hat's really cool come and hang out with us with that hat. Gendy doesn't have the hat. We're just not going to tell him he's fired. Fuck him. You got that cool hat. No, it, it didn't go that way. It went with, okay, I'm George Lucas. I made the movies my way. I did what I wanted to do for the most part. Um, Most of it was what I wanted to do. And uh, there's a little price to be paid for that. 
you know i didn't i didn't i didn't pander too much could have pandered a lot more but my audience is large and so how do i do what i want to do i pander in a way that i don't think i'm selling out and Filoni's the one who comes in he's all well here's you got to make anakin a little bit more like luke you got to show us more times of obi-wan and anakin having adventures together and being friends he goes through and he really kind of like represented i think a, a a demographic of fans and um and talked about some maybe some of the more structural issues with uh, relationships and then they they had a little project they did the clone wars and as they were doing it that's what he did so it didn't have to now Floney did like the prequels apparently no 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 no, jason you're forgetting uh originally the first uh series of clone wars uh shows would have uh been on a planet called uh Pan- pandora oh where okay. we're just pandering yeah yeah all the cool stuff pandora. Is be okay yeah pandora yeah pandora. yeah pandora. <laughs> pretty good george yeah. pretty good you yeah. still got it bud you still got it yeah i, I, I got it. it i still got it all right yeah. i gotta go uh i gotta go watch the uh, shit show at cnn bye so he uh no but but the uh the point being is I, I don't I can't speak for him, but I'm gonna assume that Dave Filoni didn't love every idea, every concept, everything that went into the the uh, prequels. So what No, did, I love the nipples, Jason. You love the nipples. We was gonna put nipples but, on all the Jedi robes. It was the thing yeah. in the nineties and George just didn't want to do it, but I love that concept. But but what what he did do was he made the things that weren't working for him work a little bit better for him. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. and a portion of the audience in that thing. Yeah. And but he I did. also don't think that they're looking at the amount of money they made off of the Star Wars sequels. No. And mm-hmm. and then the randos that get mad at the Star Wars sequels, you know, and that kind of shit. Like mm-hmm. they don't care. Pablo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they I don't know. care. But Pablo no. doesn't Pablo Hodago doesn't like the sequels. He named after a horse, Jason. You know what I'm saying? I just can't understand. No, Hidalgo is just a movie. What are you talking about? It came out after he was well born, Dave. He was no. way born. I don't believe that. Fake news. Oh, shit. <laughs> he right, believes what he wants to. He's a director wants, now. You know what? I got two movies, Jason. Don't talk to I know what I'm doing. I got two movies. He's got two movies. Well, the first one's the Clone Wars movie, and it felt really hard, dude. But anyways. Um yeah no but but uh but anyways where i'm going with it is that yeah is you that, keep this up i'm gonna i'm gonna recast i'm gonna recast balin with adam sandler you keep it up you keep keep oh, talking shit. jason keep talking All i'll right. do it that's cool i think I you can do it do, right now i think you should do it with uh ogre from revenge of the nerds that'd be cool oh my god i love ogre yeah i love booger first ogre second but yeah, yeah i think I think I think <laughs> i think booger should be a main character in book of boba fett too the booger booger of boba fett I got James yeah. Hong was an even more disgusting Yoda to that guy. That, <laughs> yeah. that's the sequel. The only part about the Revenge he's not an alien. He's not, a, he's not an alien. And he, he, no, but I want to actually you bring know, him in and just be a disgusting. Speaking Yoda. of George Hong, you, you realize the guy who wrote Buckaroo Banzai also wrote Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. know that? I did. It's, but, yeah, you knew that. I did know that. You could have gone with me on Schmodown seven years ago and won that one. Well, no, I wouldn't have done that. I got some mm-hmm. self worth. Mm-hmm. But other, other than that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Trivia night at some Brendan Bar. You know. All right. Um. No, but anyways, point being, Filoni, uh, and anybody, anybody who takes the job that Filoni has, 
or the position that Favreau and Filoni both hold has to go and has to has to weave the tapestry together. If there's if there's this like portion of the of the giant AIDS quilt that is Star Wars and it's over here, you gotta you gotta put the things in, you gotta put the patches in and and make it all. You just related Star Wars to an AIDS quilt. I did. I have now done it all. Well, I'm retired, guys. <laughs> you, you've completed YouTube bingo. You know? I have. Did, did the AIDS quilt ever, ever come to your school? Did you ever have it at your school? No. Oh, no, I, we, were, our, we were in the boonies. You know? oh, okay. We didn't get that. We but... did get those guys who used to blow into hot water bottles to show you how strong they were for not doing drugs. And it turns out oh. all of them were on rights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love I, it. I, I just looked at it and said, you know what? If I was on drugs, I could definitely do better than what they're doing right now. So they just run around. We didn't get it. We were sitting there, and they'd walk around, blowing into hot water bottles to like workout music. And I was like, "What are we doing?" Like, I mean, it's great we're not in class, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It's supposed to stop anyone from doing drugs. <laughs> then they were all on rights. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But, uh. So, will will the, the the Mando to go with Megan or what Ari are talking about? I I do think we will see the First Order stuff come out, but now look at what we have to get past. Do, do you think Megal have? have we, well, hold on, the we have Mace to know. Was going to be hold on. Do you think Megal was going to have the Mace Window scoop you dropped out before the end of the show? No, or after the show? D- definitely not. Um, okay. but no, but but you. Anyways, I forgot what I was gonna say because it was. I know I cut you off. I know I didn't care. That's why I cut you off. (laughs) Sorry, do you make it sense? Okay, it was about Thrawn. Whoever takes over Filoni. No, no, we have we have to get past what happens to Thrawn's rebellion, if you will, be before we could even get to the First Order stuff. Now, we have to know how that all shakes out. Thrawn has to come back. He has to take the Imperial Remnant. He has to reunite it. Then it has to basically be shattered and destroyed and then out of that now is where the first order will 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 rise right it has to happen that way in some some form um so basically yeah seeing a snow clone now uh who gives a shit don't doesn't mean a fucking thing if that was a snow clone or it wasn't now or you know what i mean and and i'm guessing those are supposed to be gideon clones but they may just go oh that nobody cared about that plot line Gideon's death was forgettable. Um, it's dope. You know, they might do that. I, I could see it. You know what I mean? Arya says, well, no. I say Filoni because every big sequel tie was a Filoni written episode. Okay, yeah, that's that that's fair, but we also can't What I does think, it matter? It's, a, it, it's what does it's it matter? A, it's a partnership, though. That's that's the whole thing. Is those Thrawn guys isn't... are working together. So Thrawn isn't smart yeah. enough to tell if there's a Jesus looking dude in a stormtrooper outfit taking off in a Starcraft. Well, I mean, like, like the, the, uh, the uh, thing is though, okay, if we went around and we talked about his historical evil bastards, uh, or we, we talked about Hitler or, uh, Napoleon or whatever, when we make the movie where they're the antagonist, it's the one where they make uh, the big mistake and they, they fuck up. Yeah, but Thrawn so, did that in the book as well exactly so it does happen. because because they because they're the bad guys they must lose yeah, but this is this is the problem of 30 years of fans going he's the genius he's the, well yeah he is but not infallible know? yeah you know like like yeah look it was just fun 
to say hey, rather than make another Darth Vader or another Palpatine, they gave you a guy who was actually trying to use logic and tactics versus, you know, I kill you, I kill you, I kill you. I'm an yeah. evil wizard. The funny part is now he's teamed up with evil wizards. Well, <laughs> like, that's yeah. his plan. Like, well, they, and that's, this... that's always been his plan, <laughs> though, too. Like, that's always what he's done. And, but yeah, but, but the, yeah. the uh, special thing about Thrawn, you're right was that his superpower wasn't I'm just going to choke you out and kill you for not for not obeying or doing what I want. He's not just a, a violent like monster, a brute. He's more of a snake. And but but today in 2023 going into 2024, I have other people like that in my Star Wars now. Like it's been that has been brought to the table. I mean, looking at Andor, there's several of them. And so it's not really like that that big of a of a deal. Now, do I think he's he's a, a good design uh for what you know for does he is he a good idea to use as a villain in this? I, I think he is. I do. It's not my preference, honestly, about who would do this and how this would go, but I do think that it's it's valid. I think it's valid. I think it, it's smart to use Thrawn for this story that, that they're gonna tell. I think it makes sense. So it's not that I, I disagree with it from like a financial success kind of kind of angle, but uh, I, I should say with the fans uh, as a financial angle, I don't know if it's if it's great or not because nobody knows who Thrawn is. Your parents don't know who Thrawn is. People you're, just you're... watched eight episodes of Ahsoka and they don't know who Thrawn is. No, well, no. What happened? Get out! No, no. They watched eight episodes of Ahsoka, and then they saw exactly what Thrawn is. And that's just what he is. He's just an imperial guy, and he's blue. And he he he's not he's not stupid. He's a little pompous, but he's not like he's not like arrogant. So arrogant, he's stupid. That's that's it. Yeah, that's, but this is the an opportunity to exceed expectations, and they didn't do that. So no, but. You're you're also fucking stupid. I don't mean you, Rob, but I mean like we're fucking stupid if we think John Favreau and Dave Filoni are going to go out and write this complex no, fucking thing that's going to inspire fifteen think pieces on his motivations. Right. It's just they're never going to be that. Like I said, I don't know if you were on you were you were kind of having technical difficulties, but I'm like they're more of the Beastmaster Highlander side of Star Wars, and that's fucking yeah. cool. And but I so but I also don't think that it they were the right people to do thrawn you know what i mean like like that's they weren't even the right like i was thinking about that whole sequence right like here's a great missed opportunity in the last episode right specifically the last episode when all those stormtroopers are dead and uh uh what's her face elsbeth lets uh the two idiots go i guess right like I think the thing to do is to do wait, a fight there. Wait, two idiots. Which which two idiots are we talking? Ezra uh, Sabine and, and Jesus, oh, right? Okay. So she her her job was to kill them all. She just lets them go. Like all right. I think the thing there is, you know, they raise those fucking stormtroopers up, and you know, Jason, everyone thinks they can control zombies. Once zombies get unleashed, they start attacking Elizabeth. You know, then they got to team up. Like there could have been a way during the fight where they're fighting, but also teaming up in this similar manner that you didn't really know if Ray was teamed so, up with. So you with, wanted with Kylo wanted a in Frankenstein last Jedi fight. You wanted them. You wanted the monster to bite like Elsbeth's face off. And go, oh shit! No. That was kind of 
Yeah, well, like that the unintended consequences, right? Yeah. Like, like you know, like you got to fight. You're fighting. You're not. We're not friends. We're not enemy. We're still fighting, but we're also this other thing. Like that's that's the if you're gonna do zombies, you have to do that. Otherwise, what's the point? Like, there's just no point to it. You just send in more stormtroopers. Like that's yeah. The the the, and it's just like that. That's missing there for the another like we've already seen 15 well, lightsaber battles we know how you guys can do it like here's why i think that it went that way though i think they're going to go back to dathomir like i like i was saying and i think when they when they put all of the bodies into the ground in dathomir or in the pods and then they they go and they do the resurrection that's when i think they resurrect like ventress and what I think is going to my my t- where I would take this and where I think they would take this is that they resurrect everything on that planet. Ventress comes back and then that's when Ventress is really able to probably do what she was always supposed to do. And that's become the leader of the Night Sisters and take it away from them because the, the Night Sisters are they should always be about their own thing, their own self-interest, I think. But also ventress's like arc was kind of moving in that direction and then it 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 gets sidelined because they have to wipe them all out the the clone wars wipes them general grievous and dooku wipe them all out and uh so that allows them to sort of like come back into the fold and then that thing can, can exist that character can, can come back and i think that it that will be the unintended circ- um thing is that it, in resurrecting everything on that planet they bring back who should really be running the show uh, who should be you know what I mean I think that's what is probably going to happen and it will then it will allow Ahsoka to have conflict with with Ventress as she's siding with the witches it will allow Shin to be like oh I'm just like her but then also which one am I going to be am I going to be like her or like her like like what's my what's my bat so it opens up a lot you know what I mean a lot of yeah, and then they potential. won't talk about it for six episodes, and then you know it'll kind of happen, know. and then not I, really no, happen, and then no, she'll get wind. superpowers, and then you know, wind. well, then then, then the force music no. plays, and we all shed a tear. And, no, you know, if, next if, series. If 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 uh, if Filoni goes that way, it'll be it'll be a big deal too. He he won't he 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 likes the character quite a bit. It'll it'll be a big deal. It won't be. It'll be. You say so. It'll, no, it will be. It'll be. It it will be. I would. I would. If I had to. If you were to ask my opinion in the chat of does Filoni care more about Thrawn or Ventress, I would hands down say Ventress. Ventress is a character that he developed second to Ahsoka, in 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 terms of like what she actually did and became and that's that storylines and stuff like that. I would and she was always meant. She was sort of developed to be the foil to Ahsoka, and. You could we could argue if it really happened in the actuality of the show to some extent. It did though, but um, you know, there's a, there's there's that moment where she calls her the Bog Witch and all that shit. But I think we will. I think that's where this is likely to go. It will would please fans. It would be easy. It makes sense. It's fun. They party brought back Darth Maul and Savage in basically the same or Darth Maul and then they did the Savage thing. So would they do it? Yeah, they've already they've already done it in a more egregious fashion before. So I, I do think it, it'll it'll happen and it could be a, a big deal. Will it happen in the season two of Ahsoka? That would be like the 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 big question. I, I would think so. I would have to imagine that season two of Ahsoka would begin with what what happens when they get down on Dathomir, 
and and I, I do think that it, there, there will be unintended circumstances. I mean, like, and if you, yeah, consequences. And if you end up with um with Ventress coming back into the show, back to life, back to reality, do you, does the character just immediately go, "I'm back"? Here's my plan. I'm doing my stuff. Like, I don't think so. I think that the character is going to be like, "What the fuck is going on?" And probably just be like fall in line. She's been dead for years and is like coming back to back to life. And um, you know, it it would be like there would be a little bit of a catch up and then a turn. Uh most likely that's what, what would happen. And Anakin left her a video too. Well, like like Ventress, I believe I would need to look into this. So don't if the chat knows, let me know. But I think Ventress sort of starts to figure out what's going on and then she dies so when ventress comes back she's going to know the imperials and the republic the clone wars orchestrated by the same evil being the same evil being that these people are in league with and she would have personal reasons to hate them to never fall in line but you have those witches that might just be power hungry they've been out there pointless and peridia for who knows how long uh, and they're ready to to really get what's theirs, you know. They're, they're, they'll throw in with, with Thrawn. They'll sell out. Uh, I don't think she will. And so I think there's there's a there's a big opportunity there, and to make this like Ahsoka screen saga thing like a, a bigger deal. And uh, you know, we could we could see Luke Skywalker fighting Ventress and shit like that. Just wild stuff that we never thought, you know. And Ventress is the one that gave Anakin the fucking scar. Remember that shit? I think that's kind of cool. But uh, anyways, that that's all obviously speculation. It's not really built on anything other than like, oh, that seems like what they're working towards, and I bet you they are. Uh, I'm assuming that that's that's the case. I assume that Dave Filoni knows what when you take them back to Dathomir and you resurrect the planet where they buried us, you know, Ventress is his idea to do that, and I think that's why he did it. So there's there's potential. And and that's the kind of stuff that you do on in a Disney Plus series that that builds like intrigue and stuff. Not at Rob's pace, too slow for Rob, but still, it's it's what you do. I, I didn't have a problem with the pace. I had a problem with characters not actually I mean, talking about shit that mattered. Oh no, no, I'm talking you know? about I'm talking about the fact that they're only going to give you eight episodes and it's going to take like two years for it to happen. And then no, it, and this then it will is, happen. This yeah, actually leads years. into a side. Mm-hmm. This is I'm glad you went there with this episode <laughs> lengthening. So Kelly Dixon, editor on Kenobi. Yeah, yeah, was uh, on the Team Deacons podcast last week, right? That's Go a John Deacon it. podcast about Queen, bass player from Queen. Yeah, he just wears frozen short bike shorts, like <laughs> <The> little shorts. <laughs> the he's shorts. Like, he's like, listen, Freddie Mercury's gay. I'm not. Stop asking me if I'm gay because of my shorts in the '80s. Yeah, yeah. His his shorts say no synthesizers. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Brian May did a lot of overdubs on those guitars, and to say it was a synth is pretty insulting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Kelly Dixon was on there, and so she she was also editor on Falcon the Winter Soldier. But before that, and Wakanda Forever. But before all those three, she was one of the one of two editors on Breaking Bad, and then one of three or four on um. I'm making that number up because of my knowledge of it of Better Call Saul. Okay, first season. Thing, and then she went Ooh, off. Can we open up a thing. Mexican restaurant called Better Call Saul? I'm sure someone already has done that. Uh, so, well, that's um, n- little, little, little nuggets of here. So she, 
there's things that she said directly about Star Wars. Uh, she doesn't say Kenobi. She says Star Wars, right? Yeah. And then there's things she, she says. Star Wars, so it's safe to yeah. And so then there's things she says that are indirect, but I okay. think are pertainable. So okay. some of the direct things about that was that she says she's been on, on shows that were producer-driven or showrunner-driven or producer-driven, where a producer puts things together and has a certain way they want to see things. And she says, but on the Star Wars and Marvel stuff that it was a director driven, which kind of flies, especially on the Marvel one, flies right in the face of even that book, right? Mm-hmm. Right? That came out, like, or even the yeah. um the Hollywood Reporter piece that came out, Kit, what's his name? Whatever that guy did last Boris week. Kit? Boris Kit, yeah. Where he was like, Oh, the producers were in charge. And I'm like, it doesn't seem to be that way, according to Kelly Dixon. So um mm-hmm. she said that. Kenobi was 100% director driven. Deborah Chow, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, she didn't say the name, but that's what she was saying. Chow-chow. And then an indirect thing she said later on the podcast that ties into that, I think, was she's like, you know, you 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 meet these directors who get really excited about the prospect of instead of being doing a two hour film, they get to do like an eight hour film, you know, as a series. And she goes, and there's a lot of like problems with that. <laughs> like, there's a lot of what's the word? I'm paraphrasing, but there's it doesn't work. You know, there's complications, or there's you know, she's very she's way more political than I am. I just throw everyone under the bus, you know. <laughs> but that yeah. basically, yeah, that doesn't quite work that way, you know. And uh, I feel like these things are tied together. You know, even on the Marvel side as well. Like, I feel like we've all felt that a lot of the Star Wars and the Marvel stuff feels like elongated films, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're not doing what TV shows would do with characters in in a way that we've gotten we've gotten very accustomed to since at least the days of Sopranos right Mm -hmm. on forward, I could say. Uh, and instead, it feels like you're getting the shallowness of a Marvel film, but you're stuck watching it for eight weeks, <laughs> like as yeah. opposed to a 90 minute to two hour experience in a movie theater where you can, you know, yeah, they don't I, hang out. Well, I, I mean, like the a television series format with Star Wars is a good opportunity for melodrama. Correct. And that's Athos. and that's and that's where, you know, and um, that was I, the I, missed I, opportunity for like you have it with mm-hmm. the the. the 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 Anakin scene, the Anakin episode. There's melodrama because of the the past. Yeah, Star Wars movies, things that aren't going on in that series, things that happen in other movies, right? Mm-hmm. So you're looking at it, but then in the context of that series, it's not actually going anywhere. Right. You don't know what she walks away. She doesn't walk away with anything new, other than she's got a new clothes. And I guess you could sit there and tired of hearing about Filoni and. Plody and the Lord of the Rings. I, I did this uh the thing for Quentin. I sort of did had to deal with Plo Koon. And so I decided to read like this some ra- ranker. I thought it was funny, Rancor, Rancor, Ranker. Yeah. Did like a tw- 13 things about Plo Koon he didn't know. So I had Filoni go over it. And there's shit in there. I just like, get the fuck out of here. He goes, Yeah, Plo Koon. Filoni thought Plo Koon was more like Gandalf. I'm like, does he think everything's like fucking Gandalf? <laughs> like, like is, is that Filoni's answer for is he just fucking with people? Like has right. to be you can't you can't be like oh this is like gandalf and oh my god that's like gandalf like, like it's almost a like Christie moment yeah <laughs> that's my favorite oh that's my friend you yeah, that's my friend that's my favorite like <laughs> yeah 
So those are some interesting bits. And I think she said too that on Kenobi specifically, uh, she stuck to the script, but the last fight between Anakin and, and uh, Kenobi, she was like, yeah, I think we're missing things emotionally here. And she edited to the emotion versus the script. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, even I thought the ending fight was pretty good. And yeah, I thought yeah. it was the better. Yeah. And so then I'm like, all right, emotions not just wasn't the focus of people's like interest on making these star wars things i just don't feel a lot of them are you know i think it's like making a star wars thing moving the action figures around and checking off your lore boxes and your timelines but i just feel like that's the the dead the deadness we're all expecting more now well like uh, like yeah there's like two ways of of doing it and like the the floney the floney fan the 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 floney method is and therefore that's why is 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 what the culmination of his stuff always is and and it's like that's fine for like what he does but when you get to like i wouldn't want the floney thing doing kenobi and darth vader beating up and like there was there were methodological errors in kenobi though i think from the very start in the sense that like it's Kennedy just probably off the cuff was like rematch of the century, you know, just doing that kind of thing. But then the reality of the situation was the fans built up rematch of the century because of her word. It's not, I don't think she did anything wrong in saying that, but the first time we do get the rematch and it's not great because it was more than one fight. And so, and visually it's laughable. Yeah. So like like yeah, it, I'm sorry very, I stand no, by it. Very, like, no, no, uh, no, it's flat. No, you're right. Yeah. You're, it's definitely flat. There there's just no no two ways a, a, around it. And it's like and it's it's amazing cuz like when you look at what we talked about before, look at Deborah Chow's other work. And you're like, "Oh, she's the person to do this this drama." But in reality, it it didn't come out that way. <laughs> it just didn't land that way. Yeah. You know. Has she done any Star Wars since Kenobi? I don't no. think so. Yeah. No, she hasn't even done interviews. <clears throat> I'm, I keep a, I, I keep abreast of the no pun intended of the situation. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it, Rob. Wait, so, uh, so that because she's a woman? Is that why you said that? Uh, yes. What the fuck, so dude? and because I'm an idiot. But yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I keep, I keep a lookout. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. So and I, look, I'm, I'm not here. I, I look. I, as much as I dislike. A, a grip of star wars especially in a good 15 year period um i'm always fascinated by how something i didn't like got made yeah, yeah. like i don't want to sit through ghostbusters 2 ever again i would sit through an eight hour documentary on how that shit got made <laughs> the, the scalari brothers man come on <laughs> yeah, good puppets you know yeah. just a dumb fucking uh, scene no so no it's great. no stupid angry slime it's dumb so, lawyer now. Uh, she was she was hot i know you gotta think oh, for the glasses janine. Yeah. no janine was hot in no the lawyer huh? yeah well oh, no, she had the bangs it. yeah i know and and, and two janine became like there's no way janine's art i don't know lewis tully like it's just come on let's just not do this it was unexpected no it's stupid it's called it's called stupid. it's called a twist <laughs> yeah it's twisting my dick around because it's fucking dumb like, like <laughs> Yes, stupid Vigo the Carpathian. 
And I'm beginning to think too, with the way, not the first film, but the way Harold Ramis played Egon in the second movie where he's smiling, Egon should never smile, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I figured if that's the way you were going to go, they were better off going with Jeff Goldblum in the first film. Cause Jeff Goldblum wouldn't have changed the performance of Egon across two films, whatever he did in the first one, Goldblum would have done in the second one. When uh, I saw Ghostbusters afterlife in the theater, I was like, I was like fucking eye rolling when, when Harold Ramis is CGI, Harold Ramis shows up, you know? And I'm just like, Oh my fucking God, are you fucking serious right now? Like, like, like how corny it was at the end. I look over at my like seven year old daughter and she's like in tears, just like completely engrossed in it. And I'm like, all right. Okay. That's well, she's, she's, she's not, she's not 40 years old. Your daughter. No, she, so she, she hasn't, she, we've, we've been, she's just we've been seen, manipulated uh, before. She's just seen the grandpa, <laughs> the, the little girl's grandpa. Oh, the grandpa. Who's like also right. a ghostbuster and badass like her. Right. Like that's, it's completely a different experience. You know what I mean? And it's, right. yeah. So sometimes though, like cynicism, an experience blind you to like, and I, and oh, I do, something does cynicism's an issue and yeah. i do give films and tv and everything else uh, a break for dramatic conceit yeah some yeah. you know yeah. like yeah, like the the problem isn't dramatic conceit like when something happens because it needs to be dramatic or it's just better for a scene regardless of logic i'm fine with that yeah the problem is when everything else is fucked up and you're doing that too and then you're like you know like you gotta yeah. you, again like some of its whole right you gotta like look at the whole thing hey we're we're this is like may have gone yeah. too far in well, some no, spots, like like you know? i i love <laughs> i love music and like I'll, I'll see some you know some some band and they're you know in their very early 20s and they're ripping off the talking heads and then like all the other like you know 19 year olds that are watching them think that they're amazing and like I'm like they're not amazing. I've already seen this before. But then I'm like, no, you know what? The the music is actually good. This is their first introduction to that that idea. And then so you have to like look at it like this, the way that this idea is being presented. Is it good? Yeah, I've seen it before. I've seen it. I've even seen it better sometimes. But did they present it well here? If it was, was your first time, was it? You know. And then it's like, okay, yeah, or no, or no, no, it wasn't good. You know. And that's. The uh, the uh, truth is, I think on like on Kenobi itself, like my true one hundred percent opinion is, I think in the in the context of its when in which it was made, it's 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 a good job. It they did well for what they could have done considering the context. At the same time, if they wanted to do it right, Kenobi's probably a twenty four episode show. Yeah. And yeah. it goes a real and show, it, and and it and it reiterates things we already know, correct. But from Kenobi's perspective, and and from a different light, and then and then builds into it, and would have introduced characters that that we never even knew, like we never knew Ahsoka existed, but there's there's other characters who could have been there the whole time that we just never saw the stuff like that that could have like tightened it up and made you know that person's death mean something to Kenobi and stuff like that. There were. There were characters on the table like Satine, which is like Obi Obi Wan's Padme, and Obi Wan does the right thing. Like, think about that. You have Obi Wan Kenobi, who like twenty five year old Kate Blanchett wants to bang him, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna hang out with Liam Neeson and be a Jedi because we have responsibilities. It's the right thing to do, and he does that. 
Then this little motherfucker shows up and fucking does it underneath yeah. him and kills everybody. Like, like there's something well, to be it's, said. Because it's a stupid idea that Jedi can't have family. It's a bad no, idea added to the no, prequels. Added nothing. It's not in the no, original. Didn't no, need to be. It's dumb. Samurai had wives. Stupid no, soldiers. No. That's like saying a soldier in the military can't have a wife because Rob, fuck, Rob. You know, I mean, it'll fuck up their pay no, for certain. No, it's not, Rob. You know, like, it's saying but, it's saying if you want to be Spider-Man. You can't be Spider-Man and have uh, Mary Jane without compromising their safety and yours and everything like that. If you're if you have godlike power, you you cannot have those kinds. Well, of you shouldn't give the Jedi godlike power. So, well, again, the Rob, prequels did a lot Rob, of things. Superheroes. You can be able to. I mean, flash run and the, shit like the, that. The uh, the uh, Jedi don't do anything that any fucking lame ass superhero doesn't do. It's it's all the same thing on that front. I mean, but th- yeah. that's 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 the point though. Is that it, you must have if you're going to have that kind of power, then you must have complete emotional stability, or and and you can't have emotional stability if you have those those attachments. Now, what I will see your point is: did they actually did George Lucas fully explore that idea and really make it front and center? No, he took the idea and then put it as a well. Here's why. Here's why this can't happen and why it's complication. But it, it did he did he did he earn it? I'll never forget the line. No. I guess it makes us brothers. And I was like, I fucking hate this movie. Yeah, like I, yeah. I got I got out and got me. I actually bought one of those movie theater ICs, which are way overpriced. You know, they're yeah. ninety nine cents down the street, but six ninety nine at the movie theater. I was like, you know, what? I need a fucking slushy. You know, this fucking movie. Yeah, I guess we're brothers. This stupid fucking but- <laughs> come back and hey, I slaughtered all of them. I slaughtered them, even the children. And then she's like, yeah. Annie, I love you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But but I mean, I mean, I mean, but you 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 can see the uh, idea through to you, you you can see the idea through to sense. Do they? I, I would I would if you argued no, then I would be like, yeah, That's I, I can see That's the fair. idea through to sense in the way that Vulcans can portray having logic, even though there's nothing special Spock's doing in Star Trek Six. Like, yeah, obviously. Anyone could have figured out this fucking mystery. You know what I mean? But yeah. he's the audience is figuring out the mystery and he's the voice. So this is a movie. It's not fucking the real world. And so he's portraying logical choices. But in all honesty, this is a ship with millions of fucking cameras and tracking shit. And, you know, in the reality of the situation, that's I get all that. I get all that. But you got to go along with the story. Yeah. You know, you got to go along with the journey. And if the actor isn't portraying the thing, it all falls apart. And that's, that's again, that's a central conceit with a lot of Star Wars, not just the mm-hmm. prequels. The actors don't carry the weight of what the character's supposed to emotionally be doing. Yeah. You know, and when that doesn't happen, look, Balin is exceeding expectations emotionally, which is why mm-hmm. we like that dude, right? We're like, this fucking actor's bringing shit to the table. Him yeah. and shit, I'm like, this whole thing is well, working. The, you, you know what? You know what I think he does that a lot of actors don't do? Is he comes in and pretends like he's supposed to be there, and some people they you just get the sense that they feel like, what am I doing here? What am I? I'm not supposed to be here. The the, the performance that's a good, of Balin that's a is really good here. observation. He's like, I got shit to do. I don't even know what yeah. it is, but I believe it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It, it's ambiguity yeah. that There's, usually pisses me off, but in this instance. Fine. It's my problem with listening to most actors talk about anything, especially Star Wars, mm-hmm. when they go, 
we were on set and we messed things up because we were making the pew pew noises and like shut the fuck up you know yeah. what i mean like like you got a million things to do you know and this is there was just an all of all the stuff and you're like and i go okay how much of that is bullshit but how much of that is it probably for a lot of them that is true you know and i go maybe you should have spent six months at disneyland working at galaxy's edge for like six so you can get a like seriously run the actors through these fucking like <laughs> guys who have to pretend to if you go work starship galactic starship for six months you're gonna get on a star wars set and be like all right let me get my character because uh you're not gonna you know you're not gonna be blown away by it you're not gonna be Oh, you just look because you're on this. Those sets. I'm just, I'm just imagining like time. Carson Teva <laughs> handing me some macaroni and cheese. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, thanks. I, He's like, not only can I imagine it, like, <laughs> I think at least you should do Disneyland community service. All the Star Wars actors, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, you want to be method, you got to go work at Galaxy's Edge. You know, three months. Yeah, me and, me and Bespin, uh, we can't do a show anymore for the next couple of weeks. We got Star Wars Community Service to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't like what we did. And they, but he's, yeah. he's fucking up, picking up the trash. And, and some guy goes, you're not built for this. <laughs> you know? And you're like, you fucking asshole. Junior Jingle says, I took Jeff Goldblum's acting class at Playhouse West years ago. He's an arrogant douche. He just pranced around and flirted with the chicks the whole time. Didn't learn anything, and I like him more. I well, that's, that's again what I expect. Yeah, Junior Jingles, you're just proving why directors are important to run a set. All right, yeah. because you wouldn't fucking direct. You know, Ivan Reitman, James Cameron, they ain't put up fucking um. What's his face directed the fly? Cronenberg ain't put up with that shit. Yeah, but you leave an actor in charge. You know, you end up with James Franco getting himself into lawsuits. You know. Well, like, like I I know when we're when we're students and we like we get mad at at our instructors or teachers and stuff like that. It's easy to go like if he's so good, why isn't he doing it? Well, the the truth is that's because somebody's talented and good at something doesn't make them a good teacher either. It goes like yeah. both both ways. Like there's I, I've known people that are very very talented, like I would say almost genius level at what they do, and when they try to teach it, it's worthless. And yeah, but but I I and I, but I could I could see Junior Jingle I, just being in in Goldblum's class and Goldblum's like, oh, what the what the what the, what the, what, the, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Doing that whole thing. <laughs> Does he show a, up in the cowboy habit from Buckaroo? I'm on a Buckaroo trip I mean, today. Dude, I don't know why. <laughs> like a, a few years ago, when I, I a few years ago when I I became single, I was like, all right, time to time to get back out there. Time to start shaking some booty, making sweet love all through the night again. And I'm on like dating apps and every single time like i found like my 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 kind of woman fucking jeff goldblum was in the picture i'm not even kidding <laughs> i i went out with like four or five girls over the last couple of years and they all have pictures with jeff goldblum i mean if jeff goldblum jurassic has... park changed a lot of women's lives jason it's i'll so never weird. forget when we we no, went to go um... see jurassic park 3d right I yeah. didn't even remember that scene, by the way. Like when I think of Jurassic Park, I'm not thinking of Jeff Goldblum's chest. It never, oh, I didn't even stick yeah. in my head. Didn't even stick in my head. So we're at Jurassic Park 3D, brought the wife. Peter's packed, right? It's a packed screen. And uh, that chest comes out in 4K 3D. The yeah. whole theater was like, ooh. I was really? like, what is this shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, but that's, that's the whole thing is like, like, like when, when we were kids, and we saw Jeff Goldblum. We just saw like a weird guy who was kind of like quirky and funny and fast. 
But when right. you look back at look at like Transylvania six five thousand and shit like that, like he was supposed to be reading. hot. Yeah, yeah, he's the one who's fucking. He's the alien, not the girls. Want to like we just didn't see what what women were seeing. Yeah, the oh, I mean, yeah, like I would watch the fly, fly with my my babysitter, and yeah. I thought we were watching the fly because he turns into a fly. Look how disgusting this is. Oh, this is great. But she's watching the fly because Jeff Goldblum's hot. Like I didn't was lost on me, you know. So big, big making Star Wars update. Tom has sent me the picture of of the computer with the UPS ground, all the stuff ready to go. It, it's it's coming, it's coming. We're 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 gonna be back. We're we're gonna we're gonna have regular shows again. Thank you, Tom. Tom, you're the best. But anyways, what's his agenda? Well, That's what I want to know. What's in it for Tom? Yeah. So. Tom, big Highlander guy, wants more Highlander references on the show. So that's why I'm dropping them <laughs> left and right today. I think I mentioned Highlander like four times today. I don't know why. Even We're all going to watch wrestling. Remember that, that whole movie starts off with wrestling. Like, it just does. Remember. <laughs> yeah, I like that he's a Highlander and he's just like, I'm just going to go see. It wasn't like Ready, Ready, Piper. It was like. No, it was NWA stuff, dude. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it was, yeah, that's, yeah. That's territory wrestling. That's, that's Crockett stuff, man. Like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but then it's like somewhere in this wrestling audience is a Highlander. There could be only one. We're gonna fight him, but I, I, I still think I'm still on board with with them just make, letting Clancy Brown take over as Balin. I don't think you know? anyone would think otherwise. Like you know, know, some people would go, "Is that the same?" And then they'd just forget. Yeah, I mean, if 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 they could get. If they could, if Clancy Brown can can grow that majestic of a beard, which I believe he can, I think they, I think they would be they'd or be wise. They just get Matt Perry and say, "Fuck it, Balin put on some pounds." You know? <laughs> He's <out there. laughs> he was eating rock Waylon. lobster. Uh, you know, is, like his name is Waylon. <laughs> Why you gotta do that? Why hey, you gotta do that? You're the one who brought it up. Why? You and he caught my good life reference. There you go, the good Weezer. The good Weezer. There's two Weezers. There's the good Weezer and the not good Weezer. But anyways, um, yeah, I think we did it, Rob. I think we did it. I'm excited uh to try the computer when it comes. Uh, I think I'll be able to like play videos on it and stuff. Like the show's gonna be different. It's gonna be crazy. It's coming into the future, thanks to Tom. So thanks, thanks again to to uh, Tom. <laughs> Show's gonna be very different, very very different. Totally a whole new show. Totally fucking different, dude. Like you'd have no idea. Like, like it. This this show right now. This is before Avatar. When the computer comes, we're talking after Avatar. Like how Junior Jangles took a Jeff Goldblum acting class. And <laughs> I know, and he great? got ripped off. Like you know, like <laughs> that. To me, that's like three episodes of Curb if you do it right, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it could be a, kind of like the restaurant from season two. That could be running in the background the whole season, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, like Larry I'll... David's acting class. Like, hey, wouldn't it be great? Like, if he was like, I could teach that. I'm an actor. <laughs> Just don't buy his NFTs. Just don't buy his NFTs. You're good. Now, now, Junior Jangles, if you bought NFTs from Jeff Goldblum, by the way, that's on you now. That's on you. Oh, wait. 
He did, yeah, he did try to kick me out for impersonating him during a repetition exercise. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. All right, everybody. Well, Rob, you got, you got anything to, to throw out there before we go? Do I have anything to throw out? Anything to uh, I got a comic book coming out next year. I don't know when, but it's coming out. Spawn kills every spawn. So. Spawn kills every spawn. Yeah, yeah. Wonder what that's about. I've so... never seen anything from it, so I have no idea what it even looks like. <laughs> okay. I know. I it looks know. great. I know. No, it it really does. It it, it looks great. I mean, ha, have have they shown any anything from it yet? Anywhere? Uh, they did a thing at New York Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, last week. I remember uh, that. Where they I had a panel. That. Yeah. They showed off stuff there, and then they put in a few extra pages in a preview book, but because todd signed the preview books and there's only 250 of them they're all going for 600 bucks on ebay so no one's opening them <laughs> i was like oh, well they're no. that's that's a, yeah i was like well what do i care but it's like all right it was 250 people it's not it's not gonna change numbers, yeah. you know but you're yeah. like the the bigger thing for me was once people start showing out the pages and i can show some of the page but i can't show the pages but since no one showed pages one guy on bleeding cool opened one up so I was able to kind of repost that photo, but then he spelt my name wrong, which is why I keep telling him to keep just post me a sketchcraft because people can't spell my last name. Like they can't say it, they can't spell it. You know, like it's not even my last. Name. I'm adopted, so it's like I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But the book's coming out next year, and that'll be my turn in the barrel when people are like your art sucks. You're you. Yeah. I can't. I can't. That's all I look forward well, to. You know, <laughs> as somebody who doesn't know shit about anything. I would say that like it's like if you took Spawn as a comic and then mashed it up with like Where's Waldo at times, and it's just like wow, there's a lot to look at. But I I like it. I like it. I like that you're able to like look at a picture and you're like, holy shit, there's a lot of stuff in here. This guy needs to calm down. He has so many ideas. What's his fucking problem? What's going on in his brain? He's a madman. And then that's when I knew who you were. And that's when I realized that you were actually crazy. But it's great. The work is great. It looks good. Weirdly, there's Indiana Jones Easter eggs. In there, there is. There is. <laughs> yeah. I can say that without getting in trouble. Who cares? Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's coming out next year. And then, um, as always, if you want to support me and anything I do, hand Rob some bucks because I don't make anybody on the show. You can go to shopsketchcraft.com. Buy a print. I'm not giving you so. shit. You're fucking shopsketchcraft.com. Buy a print. Shopsketchcraft.com. Buy a print. Dot, dot, that was dot com. Uh, I tried. I tried, and my wife said, "No, we're not no. putting that on our taxes." Oh. Like, <laughs> I gotta explain that one to the IRS. I swear it's for business. They don't want to yeah. audit you. They're like, "This this guy's yeah. hot. Like yeah. this guy's yeah. going on. Let's audit him." Yeah. Well, then they see me, and they, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, always oh, the spawn guy. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. But all right. Well, yeah. When the uh, I want to do if if any big news happens, we'll definitely be back on doing a show. I'll just I'll just um, do it on the I phone. Won't. Well, see, <laughs> I, I can do it on the I can do it on the phone. Not coming back for this. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we 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 need a we need a, a a little graphic that says "Brought to you by Tom's laptop." <laughs> we, need, we, need, we need that in the corner. <laughs> Remember. Uh, I, it breaks my heart to hear the shit that went with Snyder, Jeff Snyder, had with his his uh, above the line or what. There's a whole problem with that. He brought it on the show, 
It's not me. Uh, dude didn't pay. He didn't pay, and Snyder was paying his people out of his pocket to cover the div. So he did a whole show on it on the hot oh, mic. Okay. That's but but it'll be like for the first year of that show they were like brought to you by above the line and then a year later going to court you know <laughs> like, yeah. so brought to you by tom's laptop but who knows when 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 we will or tom will turn on us who who will who will betray who first because it's star wars there's always a betrayal jason no always a betrayal remember not when tom. santa betrayed us not tom remember when santa betrayed us not santa not huh? tom not santa you didn't see the uh well you didn't see the arl nuts christmas parade Nuh-uh. no no <laughs> jason mm-hmm. jason santa will betray us all like, oh no <laughs> go watch all our nazis christmas parade star okay. wars christmas parade it's so great yeah watch the dangers of santa crossed over with star wars horrible so yeah we're gonna get you tom we're gonna we're gonna get you but uh oh yeah and do do what um santa says if you're here and you haven't liked the show yet, please leave a like before you go. Yeah, like like the videos and share share the shows, repost the shows and all that jazz and everything like that. Um Tom says he he'll never betray the show or Santa. Jason will betray me first, no doubt. Not going to happen. I mean, unless It's the you, war on Christmas, Jason. Unless you know he wants the I mean? computer like, back. If he wants a computer back, I probably will be like, "Oh yeah, sure." It was three weeks ago. Someone said, hey, everyone, it's Christmas is around the corner. Prepare for the Republicans of war on Christmas to start. It. And shit, yeah. you not a day later, like they, they started it again. You know, remember when we couldn't say Christmas? You can't say Christmas. I'm like this fucking country. Yeah. You know, it's a broken well, record. That's why I call it Xmas. Oh, wait. well, Elon made X uncool. So. Oh, I never yeah. thought about that. He probably likes he probably likes Xmas a lot. Yeah, you know they, they should make he should make the twenty fifth a holiday on Twitter called Xmas, and then and then it will start all of the conspiracy guys going crazy. Oh, Santa put the Christ back in Christmas sixty one days until Christmas. I shoved his rotten corpse down a stocking, Jason. Oh. <laughs> That's fair. Like he just Santa just picked up that body up. You know why? You know why Jesus disappeared? Santa stole his corpse and like yeah oh. he's uh that got dark been, every time you've gotten coal it's actually wait, a little wait, bit you're, you're talking about ezra though right uh, you're talking about ezra bridger, sure. right hey okay. why not okay <laughs> why not? Sure. ezra right, bridger slash breezy so slash chris breezy that's fair all right and uh oh and fuck bestman bulletin fuck him i'm gonna betray him at the end of the show right now betray <laughs> we'll see we'll see everybody Maybe tomorrow if there's any news. Otherwise, when the computer comes, we'll definitely get we'll, we'll get regular. Our it might be a couple more regular. weeks, folks. I don't know. Well, it depends. It, Tom Tom might have sent it like on like a um like a, like an airplane with like chickens on it and stuff, you know, and short rounds in the back with Indiana Jones, and they're they're gonna have to like fall out of a a raft, and then it's gonna come down, and then the computer Oros, shows Oros. up. It's so okay. it'll take a long time. Point is, it could take a long time. We don't know. But as soon as the computer's here, we'll get we'll get regular again. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you, Tom. Tom. This show's this episode was not brought to you by Tom. That is stolen valor by Tom. But probably the next episode will be brought to you by Tom. <laughs> Tom's laptop. All right, everybody. Bye, Rob. Say bye, Rob. Bye, Rob. That's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey.